Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Ira Jain. I'm your host for today, and I'm very excited to host Preeti Sani on my podcast, Pooja Day Weaving Stories. In our series of podcasts, we host uh, entrepreneurs in the fashion and textile space to learn about their entrepreneurship journey so that we can all learn from each other. Um, Preeti Sani is a very dear friend, uh, also a fellow engineer who has a very interesting journey in the whole space of fashion and fashion design. Very interestingly, she calls herself a fashion entrepreneur. Uh, she spe specializes in bridal and festive wear. Uh, we would really love to know more about you, Preeti. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and your journey into this whole world of fashion entrepreneurship. Thank you so much, Ira, for having me here. And I'm absolutely delighted uh, to share my journey with you. Uh, as you have rightly said, uh, I'm an engineer, fellow engineer. Uh, so uh, I, I was on well-trodden path, you know, like following Indian parents' uh, goal. So I, I became an engineer. Then I uh, was uh, working with uh, a leading private sector bank as an analyst. And it was in 2007, I realized that uh, my childhood passion for designing and drawing and creativity, art, everything that was left far behind in that, uh, you know, uh, mindless pursuit of corporate uh, career and so on. Right. So there I decided that uh, if I have to do something about it, this is the time. So I took a bold step uh, in 2007, I applied uh, and subsequently uh, cleared uh, into post-graduation at NID, which is National Institute of Design at Ahmedabad. It's India's prestigious uh, design institute. And that was a turning point in my life. Uh, I left uh, all my uh, engineering and banking uh, things aside and uh, I pursued my postgraduate course there in apparel design and merchandising. Uh, in 2010, uh, I came back to Mumbai uh, with a short stint in shopper stop and pantaloons as a designer finally in august 2011 i started my label uh, preeti sahani and we are actually in our 10th year and uh, that's how uh, i made the transition it was uh, it was smooth but yes the first step is always very difficult so for me uh, to put my papers and uh, you know and move to Ahmedabad with the entire new dreams and the new life, that, that was a difficult step. And again, in 2011, when I started my label, when I started, I rented a garage, I hired just one master G and tailor, like just one person. So again, that was a, a different difficult step for me. You know? Everything is difficult when you see from it uh, from far, but uh, it's like, you just have to dive in. You just have to jump in and you find your path. You don't do so it that was my experience. Yeah. As I till you don't do it for the first time, it always looks like the biggest challenge. Yes, yes. And I am kind of a person that I would rather uh, regret the things that I have done than regret the things that I haven't done. So I'm, I'm happy to, to the way that I am uh, flowing or I'm going. Right, right. So it definitely has been an incredible journey for you, Preeti. I just wanted to uh, ask you one thing. In case you had to do it all over again, suppose you were to launch your brand today, um, what are the things that you would do differently and what are the things that you would do similar than what you did when you launched? Okay, that's an interesting question because uh, 
well for the things that i have uh, done in last 10 years and that i'm immensely proud of or maybe uh, what i think that i have done correctly was uh, when i started in 2011 so uh, you know there were not many options for designers to uh, take their work in a direction so there would be one uh, set of designers who would uh, actually had that uh, you know money backing or you know have that connects in the industry when they could do uh, shows after shows and have you know all these bollywood celebrities as their show stoppers have a very good pr you know and take the brand to the next level you know so uh, see uh, i'm not uh, i'm not saying anything against it like everybody is talented but how uh, you know how much space that you get to portray your work to show your work that makes how much opportunities that you get that makes a lot of difference so uh, apart from these uh, a league designers that we have there are also a lot of other budding designers who are probably as good as them but they couldn't uh, you know couldn't go in that way for any uh, any any reason you know be it personal or pro- uh, monetary wise so i was lucky to find uh, that uh, i could take my brand on the level wherein we could see the opportunity uh, in terms of technology so facebook was uh, there in 2011 the social media marketing term though did not exist but uh, i was fortunate to ride on that wave that i created a facebook page that time and whatever i made any new creations or any new styles any new designs that we made i would just simply put it there and uh, you know slowly and organically i must say consistency is the key because it's not like you put it one day and then you forget it's like you have to do it each day and every day and yeah. that's what i did because i did not have any other thing to do mm-hmm. uh, we could close through multi designer stores that was the only model that we had uh, we, i did not have storefront back then i still do not have so these multi designer stores uh, was only one one way for us to sell our clothes and then obviously handling direct clients who would come into your studio and workshop but yeah. for me uh, luckily we could identify that gap and uh, we uh, used so, uh, facebook for uh, promotion of our brand and uh, in in a couple of years we saw that uh, there is an interest uh, there is an appreciation there is also awareness about the brand and about the kind of clothes that i make and we could actually see the orders coming in from overseas so usa uk canada these are like big markets where you have a lot of indians and you know the only place they do uh, the shopping is online because they may not have access to the stores they may not have access to you know like we have here in india so for them the only thing that comes to rescue is the online shopping and uh, i was there at the right time so we could see the orders coming in and in slowly in uh, i think 2016 or 17 uh instagram uh, i mean we were a little late uh, in you know catching the instagram bus uh, right. that is the only thing i would have uh, changed otherwise you know that i would have immediately shifted to instagram maybe a couple of years earlier right. but uh, anyways when it happened in 2016 uh, we could see the entire uh, clients who are actually interested in buying uh, our designs are there uh, on insta on facebook and uh, of course through uh, our website there are a lot of other multi designer websites that we are part of right. so these are the places uh, we were lucky to uh, find a space and uh, promote our brand and get orders from so even if we see now uh, 99.9% of orders that we get are are online the very few local orders in fact this lockdown uh, had given us a couple of indian brides but otherwise uh, most of our brides are from uh, us oh, okay. and these so, i think one question that i had for you is that 
uh, like like you mentioned, since when you started, you didn't have a storefront. You said that okay, Facebook is the most uh, uh, obvious way for you to do marketing at that time, ten years ago. And as you kept increasing your uh, you know followers on Facebook, uh, you basically reached overseas a lot. Like basically, you reached people uh, all across the globe. So was that something that happened? organically that the fact that you get your most of your clients from overseas or was it like more of a, a strategic effort that okay you want to position yourself as a designer who caters to the market overseas yes so uh, the journey happened organically uh, we could just see because uh, maybe that was the time when there were not too many players there and you know very few designers were doing the thing that we were doing so uh, we could get that base of 1.5 lakh followers on fb which helped us Uh, again on instagram and other other parts of social media like google business and other things so uh, it was going organically it's, it was only in 2016 or 17 we realized that you know this is the place we want to be and we uh, like i said earlier we were doing a lot of uh, sales through multi designer stores and all and we could see that is uh, you know shrinking because a lot of designers uh, a lot of clients who could already uh, directly get in touch with the designers they stopped going through that route they could approach designers directly so we uh, kind of changed our model uh, in in 2017 or so wherein uh, we shifted entirely on online thing it suited us uh, it also suited the clients because what happens is uh, when you make something the client always has a different vision you know they want to add you know something from their own personality they want to add you know maybe change a fabric or the color or something or some styling and uh, our model is such that we have uh, like i will make a collection in a year or two and there will be like 10 15 styles and mm-hmm. we do the shoot and we put it on uh, you know online right. so when a client comes uh, they would say that i like the style but i want it in red you know or uh, we, can we do it in different fabric or i want to change you know i want to make blouse longer or sleeve shorter so whatever they want we do it we absolutely like uh, the fact that we can help the client reach their dream outfit yeah. you know by offering them these customization so all our outfit are uh, fully customizable fully made to measure done in their specific measurements and uh, thanks to technology uh, be it whatsapp or whatever it is very easy to be in touch with them you know you have any query you reach out to them they reach out to you and mm-hmm. it becomes quite a transparent process so mm-hmm. for our end it's helpful because we don't have to maintain that much inventory and work around uh, you know how to push that how to do the sale and all we just have to make the original piece the sample and then take orders on that and it helps clients because they can get their exclusive outfit because they are not buying something which is there you know they are not just picking it up and wearing they are getting their uh, ideas into it they are getting their uh, customization into it so they also get happy because they get something exclusive which is only they have and maybe nobody else in the world will have it so that is the idea so it was not uh, like a pre strategy but slowly when we saw us going on that path we realized that this is the way forward right. and uh, never mind it it really helped us in the recent lockdown situation right understanding the pulse of the customer and actually tweaking your strategy purely based on that correct correct because uh, like i said uh, the initial customers that we were having they were like uh, you know maybe second generation indians who are raised uh, say for example in usa and uh, they have to attend a friend's wedding now they need an indian outfit for that where will they buy it from 
they'll only buy it online so that is why majority of outfits that we do are uh, into these festive and bridal so you know a lot of lehengas and sarees and anarkalis uh, sometimes into western so this is what the demand is and uh, we kind of identified that gap and try to make it uh, knowing the cost knowing the budget that they might have right. so that is what is helping us as a brand so it it later turned out to be a strategy <laughs> yeah. now now we know that this is the path that we have to take forward now it's very interesting how it actually turns out to be like a organically built strategy based on all that's happening and i think uh, what is commendable is that you know as an entrepreneur you imbibe what is happening around you with the customers with the market with everything and then you uh, develop the strategy and then you focus on it because once you're clear about what is working uh that's when you focus and uh, i think what i find very interesting also is that uh, typically like the mindset of e-commerce is that you know i have to buy whatever is there online ready but i think how you tweaked your uh, positioning is that okay what you're showing people online is a glimpse of what you offer then is customized based on uh the offering which is needed in the you know high end luxury um, space right because you don't want Yes, so considering that we operate in, uh, we will not really call it high end, but we call it affordable luxury, you know, accessible luxury, because our outfits are uh, in the budget that we think that client would like to spend in. Yes. So, uh, like, yeah, everyone would like to have their own personality in their clothes, and that is the that is the thing that in uh, we we try to incorporate in all our outfits. Right. Nice. Right. Nice. So let's move a little bit ahead. Fast forward a little ahead to. Uh, march of 2020 when lockdown 1.0 hit us and um, i think we've had a lot of conversations then and now about how everyone's doing different things in their businesses and uh, before we know it now lockdown lockdown 2.0 hit us so when uh, we were locked down last year and when we were in lockdown this year has been actually very very different from all of us i think uh, from the health point of view to what is happening around us um to obviously like even uh, the way businesses are running so uh, you know tell us a little bit about what happened then what happened now and how you're dealing with it uh yeah so uh, march 2020 would be an like iconic time in every entrepreneur's uh, journey every every human being's journey especially into the entrepreneurs like small scale entrepreneurs like me because uh, never before that we had thought that we'll have to actually close our workshop and you know sit down at home you know telling my staff to sit at their home and do not work you know because till that point uh, delivering the orders had always been the priority you know since we are into this festive outfit client has ordered ordered an outfit because they have an event so doing that outfit in the given time had always been the biggest priority for us and it was all changed uh, last year wherein we had to focus on on the safety first uh, as it is all the events were cancelled last year the courier companies were not operating so it was like two months uh, break that we all had taken uh, uh, we tried to help our uh, craftsmen and staff by giving them full salary even mm-hmm. uh, even for the time when we, they did not work uh and slowly i think by the end of uh, may we started uh, you know taking a stock of what were the orders that we had you know they were like lying down with us from feb and march but uh, all the clients were very uh, uh you know uh, very patient and waiting for the orders to come back so we started executing slowly we also ran some sales 
to get more work generated because that time was such that uh, you have a big team of uh, you know carriers at your uh, disposal but there is no work to do so that scenario was quite scary so we ran some sales uh, with our uh, website partners and we got some work you know it was it was the idea to get work for everyone involved and not you know to because even they were scared they did not know what to expect you know they most of them they went back to their uh, native places and all but you know there was a fear in everyone's mind that you know is it going to shut down where will we go now from right. here so we tried to remove that fear by getting firstly some work and uh, it was kind of a uh, you know exercise for us when we tried you know little work from home for the first time in our life you know some carigas we made them uh, stay at home and work then for some we uh, we 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 somehow managed you know sourcing and all by just calling and getting stuff instead of you know having person go and get the fabrics and all so all that that we did last year which actually helped us in this lockdown because this lockdown was much more serious than last one uh, work wise i'm not talking about uh, the actual uh, the scare and uh, all those things happening but work wise last year everything was shut so there was no uh, you know uh, no pressure on us on uh, you know delivering the orders but this time it's only india which is in lockdown all the markets are slowly opening and there were uh, in fact a lot of orders uh, the start of march with us and they still have their events going on so i couldn't have used the same strategy of just closing it down and waiting for lockdown to end so right. we really used what we uh, discovered last time so out of our staff two third of staff we uh, helped them set up you know a corner at their home so that they could work from home right. for those who couldn't work from home we uh, made arrangements in our workshop where they could they actually stayed for two months in our workshop they're still uh, there so that is how we started you know uh, working because we couldn't have uh, let the opportunity go we couldn't have let the order go right. now what happens is it's it's not just an ordinary outfit it's a bridal outfit you know someone's wedding is at stake because her dream outfit is lying in you know with us in our studio so it's a huge responsibility and that is how yeah and uh, even if it she's not a bride but she has somewhere to go she has to wear that and it's it's a it's a big responsibility on my shoulder so we sought to it that you know we do it you know be it sometimes overtime be it so working on sundays mm-hmm. working remotely because everything uh, you know some person is working here somebody is there something is in studio something is in you know at others house so it was like a a uh, roller coaster ride now we are just thinking uh, that you know we can get back to normal uh, ways of work soon but uh, there was a huge learning uh, last year and i'm glad we experimented this work from home and other things last year which we could uh, actually use uh, this time so uh, the april and may these two months uh, this is how we are uh, trying our best to fulfill the orders and uh, you know ship them with uh, all 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 the best that we can do considering the safety of the staff uh, 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 as a priority right and i think one of the most important things is uh, the spirit of any entrepreneur is that when you have a order in hand you don't let it go you do everything and everything to make it happen right and i think, i think after what everyone has gone through last year and i'm sure uh, uh, the carriers also feel like okay order aaya to kisi bhi tarah se karke dena Right. Like we have to yes yes so it, it has been a big support from my carigars that you know there was a time i was telling my team that uh, you know we have work but we don't have people 
and that was the time it was eid and you know a lot of people were not here so uh, it was my team that said that uh, you don't worry that we'll work overtime we'll work on sunday but ye bana ke hum bhej denge you know so that was the spirit and uh, it it uh, it are like these moments that really make you uh, feel happy it's not about how big your brand is or uh, how much you have earned or what is your profit or what is your revenue but the fact that you have touched someone's life that they are ready to you know dive in with you they are uh same uh, they are seeing the vision that you are seeing and they are happy to you know uh go to any length for you it's it's like the biggest uh, high point for me in this lockdown even my carigars who could come and actually stay in the workshop you know so that was also a very big thing and uh, we're totally totally indebted to them for doing this for me truly that spirit of uh, we are in this together right so they see your brand and absolutely and being aligned with that so i mean talking a, a little bit more about the carigars again like uh, any strategies you feel that have really worked when it comes to technology because obviously all these people are not very tech savvy maybe the younger generation are like i don't know what's the age group of your uh, carigars you you have what close to 20 carigars um, uh we have 16 16 carigars and they are actually in the range of yeah 20 to 40 uh, 45 that's right. the age group so i mean each individually and that yeah calculation because we were checking for their you know uh, slots for vaccinations right, right. so each individuals uh, you know um adoption of technology i'm sure is different right the younger people are a little bit more correct and the older people are a little bit wary of technology so maybe tell us a little bit about how you actually use technology to streamline your processes and what i really like to know is that what is it that something you think has changed forever in your business like something that you applied now thanks to the lockdown which you feel you'll continue doing forever no going back so uh one thing that i was always sure about my business that uh, my business is actually based on technology uh the fact that we get orders from the clients whom we haven't even met of whom i haven't even uh, spoken or even you know there are a lot of brides uh, we just it's just a whatsapp communication you get order on your website you just you know uh, ping on whatsapp you ask for a couple of measurements and uh, you know you make the outfit you ship it and uh, you know you see the bride in her beautiful outfit and you feel so good so it's it's only because of technology that we have reached so far so be it with clients uh be it with my staff uh the mobile phones uh, the geo network uh, whatsapp facebook instagram all these things have helped us immensely because something like this one wouldn't have imagined 10 years back i remember handing my first overseas clients over gmail because you know any doubt that i had there was no whatsapp that time so i i would reach to them through gmail and you know there would long gmail chat in which we would uh, find out okay this 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 all those things have become so easy and this is the thing that uh, i feel happy about that uh, you know uh, you no longer need to be part of uh, a particular uh, financial status or uh, you know any status or be part of some uh, group or be related to some uh, celebrity or you know because fashion is a field that is that run on uh, contacts and you know on your proximity to Yeah. others and all this was uh, the thing of this is now thing of past with uh, social media you have access and uh, you actually have the whole uh, uh, the sky is the limit now you can reach uh, to the clients who are uh, you know any uh, who are uh, who can be at any part of the world and you can still showcase your work and uh, 
you can still uh, work for them you can take orders you can fulfill those orders and you can just do it uh, with yourself you don't need uh, anybody else to do it for you i handle my own social media and you know it's it's again uh, one additional area where you can express your uh, uh, your your way of thinking or your way of doing things you know you do a certain outfit then you want it to be showcased on social media in a particular way you want to highlight that uh, yeah that finer details or you want to show that video you know it's it's just uh, just a big playground and you play the way you want to play you know right. with the social media as your tools you is what i feel with your social media during the lockdown i mean again going back to the question that something you feel as an entrepreneur really worked during uh, this Uh, you know roller coaster of 2020 and 2021 and which you feel you will continue to adopt going forward yeah so one thing that i uh, i always believed uh, that uh, considering that there is so much chaos and you know uh, tension and uh, other negative emotions going around mm-hmm. i wanted to keep our social media uh, you know away from it you know because you know that people are anyway seeing so much bad news and all they're moving to social media just to have some good good moments or some fun or some happiness so right. we may make a point that we'll keep on uh, continuing the positive you know content on our uh, social media we uh, during the lockdown even just before the lockdown we uh, launched our new collection and you know we could have a lot of new uh, images or videos and you know it just was our way of uh, you know going through this uh, keeping that same strategy that uh, you know there are maybe things happening which are not in our control now right. but we still have a good way uh, you know we still have a long way to go you know why to waste your energies into all these things and just have those happy moments see the good stuff uh, be happy and you know this too shall pass so that is what uh, we did even in lockdown uh, last lockdown and this lockdown i am trying my best to get uh, you know a lot of new uh, content be it our own styles or some clients photos which bring smile to your faces and you see that you know somebody somebody is at least uh, attending some event and they are happy and they are uh, you know enjoying it and we too shall reach that step uh, you know that moment sooner or later right so that is what sparks we have been doing spreading those sparks of joy your... correct yeah. <laughs> so uh, one uh, question preeti is that um, you know i mean it's a different world today it's definitely a new normal i think what uh, the world was before march 2020 and what it is today honestly there's no looking back um there are uh, you know so many people interested in uh, stepping onto uh, fashion entrepreneurship so as somebody who's been doing this for 10 years now uh, what is the advice you would give somebody launching a new brand or a label or uh, maybe even just thinking about pursuing it as an overall career yeah so uh my advice is very simple i mean uh, if you're sure that you want to do it then uh, there are two things that uh, one has to keep it in mind uh, one is uh, start small i mean how much small it is that uh, the person would be the best judge to decide because what happens uh, it's not like you will get success in one day or one year or two years it will take a longer time right so you need to sustain yourself till the time you find the success mm-hmm. so when you start small it automatically helps you because you can keep the costs in control like when i started i had just one person then slowly it became 2 3 then 5 10 
so i could uh, go on for some uh, you know 3 4 years without having too much to worry about you know the overheads and you know the rents and the salaries and the cost of making each and every garment so starting small is the key and the other most important thing is uh, you know uh, it's about your uh, uh, consistency that you know uh, consistency and your uh, dedication that you cannot really uh, do it uh, i have seen a lot of designers that you know they start and they uh, in one year they just close the shop because they don't see anything happening so you have to give yourself that much time one year is too small to decide whether you succeeded or not so two three years is what it will take you to at least understand which direction you are going you know what all we learn in theory you when you have to apply it in the practical situation knowing you know the constraints that you have the challenges and the limitations so everything takes time you know just for you to find which is your path so starting small and having that uh, consistency and uh, perseverance is what is important rest of the things they fall in place automatically right <laughs> to mitigate your risk appetite hard work consistency that's the the biggest thing to take away so tell me preeti i think we've spoken a lot about fashion and uh, your entrepreneurship journey so tell us a little bit about uh, preeti sani herself like as a person what is it that you feel you have changed as a person in this uh, crazy year what what is it uh, like what what difference has it made to your personality well i feel i am still the same person uh, introvert and shy just that uh, i am now happy that i am doing what i always wanted to do you know it shouldn't be like you are doing something but you are doing it half heartedly so right. uh, that is one uh, biggest uh, thing you know that you feel that happiness from within mm-hmm. so and uh, that that makes a difference into your work into the way you interact with your staff into that you know passion and compassion and empathy that you have for you know people around you that you in uh, the happiness that you have within that uh, that actually helps you uh, to uh, you know deal with the things in a different way so i think that is the only difference yeah not that i was very unhappy when i was uh, doing something else uh, i was happy there but you know that one thought in your mind that you know think oh, oh wish i would have done that oh, wish i would have done that so at least i do not have that regret so i am i am happy in that sense that's amazing thank you so much preeti i think uh, it was just incredible to learn about uh, your journey and especially to learn about how you've grown from this one carigar in a garage to a set of 16 people you manage how you have a market now globally um, and how you've embraced technology from everything from interacting with your customers to actually even streamlining your back end process so i think there's a lot for everyone to learn thank you so much for your time and thank you everyone for tuning in we look forward to hosting more fashion entrepreneurs on our podcast bhuja day weaving stories thank you so much thank you thank you so much and i really enjoyed being here discussing with you thank you so much